Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf, and I'm here with my co-host, Adam. What's up, guys? Xavi Ball is Woo! going nuts, Yusuf. We have go. four goals in each of the last three games, and we are just on fire, right? With an athletic Bilbao game today where we won 4-0, they really try to park that bus the whole game, but our team is just going off, right? Aubameyang. Scored again a goal today. Five goals, I think, this mm -hmm. week. Usman Dembele comes on as a sub. 30 minutes left in the game. He scores a, a wonderful goal from a tight angle. Then assists Luke Jong and also assists Memphis Depay. I, I just can't be more happy with how the team is playing. And then I think on top of it, again, you have to shout out Pedri. What a masterclass performance. How is this kid only 19 years of age? Uh, you know, PK and Araujo in the back line were doing really well. You see Serginho Des come in to sub, not uh, for Dani Alves, because Dani Alves is finally back after that red card suspension he had. But he subs in for Jordi Alba, giving Jordi Alba some wonderful rest, and just shows up with a wonderful performance on that left side that I wasn't really expecting. Uh, we were able to give Frankie de Jong some rest there, uh, playing Busquets. Frankie, uh, Pedri, and Gavi in the midfield. And Adama Traore, again, gets a, a, a standing ovation from the Camp Nou because of how wonderful he played. I mean, this is really like a, a fantasy land, a dream come true, right? The way that we're firing on all cylinders, the way that all of our winter signings, Daniel Vez, Obama Yang, Traore, Ferran Torres are all just playing with such an amazing level of, of putting goals in the back of the net or providing assists. I know Ferran Torres will get some rightful hmm. criticism for again sure. missing a huge opportunity that could have put us up 2-0. But man, it just, it finally feels like we are starting to see the clouds you know, clear away. You had Real Batiste drop points to Sevilla today, so we're on our way to picking up that third spot, hopefully by the end of the season, if not second. I'm just, I'm so ecstatic. I mean, how could any Barca fan be doing anything right now except for buzzing about how well the team is playing? This is the FCR Barcelona we've been waiting for this whole time under Komen, under Setien, Valverde. Valverde. Like, Valverde, and I saw some great defensive play in today's game that reminded me of some of the Valverde defense play that we had when we had the unbeaten streak for, like, almost 40 games or 36 games or so. But overall, just what you're saying is totally 100% correct. All our players seem to be... Uh, fluid. We're moving the ball around. Mm -hmm. We're able to keep possession. We don't lose it in terrible positions. We're not getting counterattacked. We're covering up the holes. Des was able to cover wonderfully on that back left side, which he doesn't normally play, like you said. Just overall, everybody seems to know what they need to do and be able to execute that when need be, right? That, and the, uh -huh. the, the beautiful thing is against a team like Bilbao, and we've already had, right? I think Bilbao was the one that kicked us out of the Copa del Rey. Mm -hmm. uh, before, you know, really February <laughs> this month, when we've been on a, you know, it seems like everything's coming together for this Javi side. For the last year and a half, two years, when we had a team like this who kind of parked the bus, waited for the counterattack, they would always score. Sure. early, get a 1-0 lead, and then we'd be screwed. We'd be hoping, you know, in the past, Messi would save us. We would be saying, oh, my God, how come Griezmann or Suarez are not converting these chances? This was a game where a team tried to park the bus, and we were still able to really just just shove it in their face and give it to them. And I was just so happy because of how Athletic Bilbao plays such a dirty and negative <laughs> play style. And to see us really come out and break through that shell and put in a few goals – it's it's just it's so wonderful. See, I think that's a lot of criticism we had a lot of times is when teams were heavily defending the box, we would come up very slow, pass around, yeah, pass around, not able to create anything. In this game, it's actually surprising. The opening goal was a corner that came off the the post from mm -hmm. PK's header and then was put away by Obama Yang, who again just wonderfully positioned. A uh, hard shot to put in. He was in, kind of had to step back and then cock his leg and put it in. But overall, our team just seems to be. Taking direction 
and executing that and like not just just luckily yeah. it's happening it's skill there's it's crosses a, it's coming a over full 90 minutes mm-hmm. of pressure that the, the other team you know they put up a good fight in that first half we only sure. scored one i thought we could have scored a few more they put up a good fight but then as the game wore on and we have these young legs of pedri of frankie de jong coming off the sub uh dembele coming out mm-hmm. you know coming on later in the game to pie luke de jong like we have now a cavalry of g- good players on the bench sure. that we can put in that can make a difference it's no longer like oh we have to go to the bench because someone's under performing let's put in this mediocre player it's like everyone on the team has kind of bought in and for me and i tweeted about this week uh at barca breakdown follow us on twitter and instagram (laughs) i tweeted about how we're seeing something used i haven't seen for years since paulinho and then before that probably from suarez and rakitic we're seeing signings come in the win- this winter transfer window, that are overperforming our expectations. Sure. Which has been a huge issue for Barca, right? You look at Antoine Griezmann, you look at Frankie de Jong for a few years there, um, you look at Nelson Semedo, right? You look at all of these players who, who we had signed to become the next generation of starters for us, and all of them basically fell flat. None of them had amazing performances. And to finally see Adama Traore playing so well that the Camp Nou gives him a round of applause, you know, standing round of applause. To see Obama Yang score three and then score one today and score at the weekend before. Like, it's just, it's so refreshing to see. And you just have to keep giving credit to Xavi. Because really, you know, the, the level of change we're seeing now is so widespread across the team that it's clearly the coach who's sure. just put in a system that we can all be proud of and one that I think is going to help beget success for the future. I mean, Obama Yang wasn't scoring goals in Arsenal, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes here, Javi's able to utilize him in a in a spot. He's already scored five goals this season or this week. Yeah. That's crazy. And he's doing it with class. He's doing it with excitement. He's loving the club. He's loving the players. He seems to be connecting with them very well. Um, I really, really, really loved when Dembele came in. And, you know, he's been getting booed coming in. But he comes in, scores that goal, gets to assists. He's hugging Javi, hugging all the players. Man. I love them so wonderful. much. I mean, I two beautiful crosses <laughs> to Luke Dijon and Depay as well for those assists on top of that wonderful goal. And like, I, I feel a little bit of pain in my heart because I've never seen a situation where a player has this, you know, clear issue with Laporta and the board and his agent in the winter transfer sure. window. We where you can't sign him on, and then he comes back and signs, right? Because that's what I really want to see. I want to see Dembele come back from all this, these issues and sign on with the team for the next season and the season after because I just I really believe in him, and I really think we'll be able to have you know a great team for the future if we can keep Dembele. Ferran Torres is the one thing I want to talk about, Yus, because we continue to be two people who are not entirely convinced about Ferran Torres. Sure. And again, today he missed a big opportunity. I feel like... Every, it's kind of like with Eric Garcia, right? Eric Garcia has an element of his play about his passing ability that everyone hypes up. But then on defense, we don't see him, you know, being able to stop. And he had that one, I think, really bad play against Espanyol where he, where he allowed a goal. Ferran Torres is the same thing. We hear a lot about his movement and about how we should be happy with the way that he is able to, you know, make runs, connect with other players. But at the end of the day, he's not really finishing opportunities, which is so crucial from that role. I mean, he's one-on-one with the goalie. That's a high opportunity chance. And he just kicked it right to the goalie and he's done that not once he's he skies a lot of shots too um he's a 55 for 50 million dollar signing that we had and you gotta put in some goals yeah exactly and he out of the january transfer window he's the most expensive player and he's given us the least amount the least output and you know we've talked although about, uh-huh. that is kind of true right you look at it i think he's at like three goals and three assists somewhere around there so it hasn't been like he's been entirely useless it's just yeah, he had sure. the high profile game against napoli that first leg where you know it could have cost us he had the game today where he missed a good opportunity and so 
it's a little bit more nuanced than that because I do feel like when he first came, he had a lot of conversions, similar to the way that Memphis Depay when he first came on was really you know putting out a lot of like goals and assists, like actual stats, sure. uh, and then he he slowed off too, right? And so I don't I, I don't know how convinced I am Ferran Torres is our player for the future who's going to be like this great goal scorer, but I do see that Dembele every time he gets on the ball is our best attacker, and I don't want to have it be a world where it's like Dembele or Torres is going to be the future. They both can work, and I think they both can work really well. I'm just saying I. Really Really want to keep Dembele and I think Ferran Torres needs some rest yeah because we're seeing him again not put in those opportunities and I think really for him the, the weird head scratching thing you and I have had quite often this season is we're always wondering why D- uh, Javi keeps starting Ferran Torres and sure. I feel like some of that fatigue is catching up to him and so I'm hoping he can get some time off he can kind of you know lower expectations I feel like every game he gets into now he has this like shadow over him this weight on his shoulders about how last game he didn't convert and he wants it so bad that that might be causing him to not be having that finishing touch that i think he is capable well it's interesting because javi seems to be rotating players busquets frankie de jong resting players alba you know all that kind of stuff but then we have ferran torres starting every game when we don't have to Mm -hmm. so why is that i don't really know is he just trying to give him more and more chances to get his confidence back but when you're fatigued I think it's harder and harder to do that, especially with a harder headspace to deal with. But our team is backing him up, right? It's not just uh, all on him. We yeah. have so many players that are pushing forward, being able to create, you know, picking him up when he needs to be picked up, especially after that Napoli game 1-1 where he struggled extremely mm-hmm. hard. Um, you know, Torore is able to get the ball to him in good positions just as well. Just so enigmatic, yeah. man. When Torore is dribbling, that he had that one dribble, I think, in the first half where he just took it like almost the full length of the field. It's so refreshing to see him provide just a different element of attack um, that I, I love. And I think the only other big thing I can think of that I want to talk about is Serginho Dest, right? We mentioned at the beginning, comes in as left back, covering for Jordi Alba, a uh, side that we don't see him on a lot. You do see a deficit when he starts on that left is that he's not great at crossing it with his left foot. But again, he just keeps performing well. And I love that in today's game, Javi decided to start him because Dest needs, he's a young player, right? He mm-hmm. needs that continual progression of growth and playtime. And so I really do love the fact that Javi slotted him as left back because I think that, you know, kind of allows him to play uh, even if it's not maybe in his very best position. No, totally agree. I mean, this this is a new era for Barca. Javi is really initiating what's going on in this team. Like you said at the beginning of this video, 12 goals in three games. It's crazy. We're getting closer and closer to the top of the table. One point behind yes. the piece. So let us know in the comments, what are your thoughts? How can we get second in La Liga this season? <laughs> Third? I mean, we probably shouldn't get too ahead of ourselves because sure. we always say we need patience and we need to be understanding that this young team might have some pullbacks, but man, does it feel really good to be a Barca fan. So let us know in the comments what your thoughts are. Please hit that subscribe button, hit that like, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Barca Breakdown. Thank you guys so much. Thank you guys.